Today is September 20th. The Yankees won another series. They did lose game three, but they won the first two. So let's talk about it. Let's talk all about it. Let's talk all about it. Let's talk Yanks. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you for clicking play, hanging out with us for a little bit today and hearing what we have to say. Jake, how are you? James, Big Baby David, everybody listening, and my mother. Hope you're having a good good day. You don't Thank think she's you. listening? Thank you for tuning in. I oh, know. I think she is. Oh, she tunes into a lot of this. I know, but you said well, everyone that's listening and my mother, so it sounded like you separated them. Well, no, specifically, specifically. Okay. Um, so yeah, sorry and sorry about him, everyone, and my mother again. I'm doing well, Jim. Uh, ugly Sunday game and kind of an ugly 24 hours uh, because of boring hap. And then into today's Davy game, you know, we had to get rid of the losing streak. So I appreciate that. And I'm sure a couple people are nervous, but I think, I think my outfit and general demeanor about Davy can fix that. But doing all right, man. You know, the Yanks are still doing really well they won the series and uh yeah i think i think the twins lost today and that's kind of the only team we're really scoreboard watching the rest of the way um i might have made that up as well but um doing doing generally all, all right jim how are you doing i'm doing well yeah the, the you got me on the twins now what did the twins do today they haven't played yet. They play at seven o'clock. They lost yesterday. They basically um, lost today. Okay. Uh, you, before you came on to this little hangout, Jake, and we are hanging out remotely. We are not at the Roosevelt Studios in the Bronx um, because I got COVID. But I'm on. I'm on the mend. Uh, I feel good. I feel fine. Uh, I I headed to New Jersey to quarantine with in uh, the 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 basement of my mom's place because i was in a small apartment in new york city and you, i would if i stayed in that apartment i would have never got healthy guarantee you that can't see sunlight mm. sunlight and air seems to be super important for when you're trying to not be sick anymore and i didn't have any of that um anyway i only have one more day or day and a half of quarantine left i, I feel fine um so that's that jake's at his place we just completely shut down the the office until the playoffs just to be as safe and as careful as we can so we can dominate that bbd's there so if there's internet connectivity problems uh we're we're all remote again and we'll we'll get over that there was somewhere at the beginning of this that i was going to say something pertinent and i forget what it was okay well I completely talked past what i was trying what i what i thought i was gonna say oh when when BBD and I were here before right. you joined us, that's where I was. Yeah. I said to BBD, like, this is the quickest turnaround from series recap to series recap ever. Like, is there Let's anything? That. 
was you were here, here for that? Yes. You were? He was yep. changing wires and stuff during that conversation. So he oh, wasn't on the active, screen, but he was an active participant. I don't know what, what's happened. Like, it feels like we did three games against the Red Sox, but how much of it matters? The big conversation has remained the same about the playoffs. Some guys getting healthy. I mean, Davey and Hap, I think that conversation is interesting, but it does feel like barely any baseball got played in between series recaps. I'm not sure if I'm used to the four game sets. I'm used to the double headers or off days. Like, I don't know what it is, but this was just a very smooth. I don't know. Yeah. I think a couple less commutes from the office. I think a couple, you know, no double headers this weekend, no funny business. Really. It's just a three day weekend set. And, uh, yeah, it was also, again, the yesterday's game, the Saturday game. I mean, when Boring Hap comes out, it's it's awesome, but it's after the longest baseball game of the year, and I think that's the other connected dot here. Friday night's Yankees-Red Sox game was the longest game of the 2020 baseball season. That's not exaggeration. That's not embellishing. That's a fact. And I think a lot of Yankee fans and us uh, being under what the weather or being scared of being under the weather, you know, I think you also kind of tune out. You're like, Yankees, socks, five hours. Does this game really mean anything? The Yankees are probably going to win. Oh, my God, they keep kind of trying to lose it, but Boston's not good enough to win it. To go from that into boring hap was just like, oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, a clean three-game weekend is a little bizarre from everything else we've had this year. Yeah, that first game, I was like laying in bed with the laptop on my on my chest, watching like, please win or lose this inning. I mean, the going uh, more innings, the tenth and the eleventh innings were the longest winter I've ever spent in San Francisco for a winner. That is a famous Mark Twain quote. Yeah, yeah, you kind of look like a Mark Twain character. I appreciate that, Mark Twain would be so disappointed in me <laughs> no, no just like where society's at yeah no 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 i think so he's a crack up he'd like you okay whoo <laughs> dodge Big that day yeah okay so let's get into the burns then yeah i think so i think so tim remind me of this longest game in the history of 2020 baseball yeah. on your mark on your set and Burn, Jakey, burn. We're shipping up to Boston. Whoa, couple southpaws. Martin Perez for the Sox versus Jordan Belfort Montgomery as he schemes a way to get back on track. Sloppy and scoreless through three. Been there. The Yankees get a dose of Christianity as Christian Arroyo and homers and christian vasquez doubles it's four nothing socks martin perez looked really good for boston but their bullpen still stinks are you the one that goes sanchez two rbi double for gary unit this is how we do rbi double into the corner it's four three two outs in the ninth snap crack and pop El Gary over the monster to tie it up. Budos Cantos. Both teams swap some runs in the 11th, but in the 12th, you don't have to go home, but you have to get the hell out of here. The DJ, LeMayhew, RBI double. How about 
Mani to Sessa to Vino to Britain to Chad to Chapman to Lasagna. Yanks take game one, six, five final. I forgot Monty started this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time forgot. He didn't do great in it. No, no, Monty. uh, No, and he's not doing himself any favors by being the worst fielding pitcher of all time. But I Um, mean, all right. So when you when people say, you know, when it's surprising that pitchers aren't athletes, you know, and I think some people would be like, what? Like non-baseball fans like, what do you mean? I think Monty's the biggest example of you point to him and like, look, look at that guy. Like, that guy's not an athlete. He's a pitcher. I think you've said the same speech about Dellen for years and he's still yeah. in the league. So I, I think when you're saying well, the most. Well, it's combo. I mean, they're both like, they both feel like baby giraffes trying to walk. It's kind of my uh, high in the shower when I think about football speech. Like when you think about football, and like the game that a wide receiver thinks is the sport of football and the game like a right guard thinks is football, it's a totally different sport. And yeah. for pitchers, it kind of works out. Like if you think about what they're doing on a given day and that, hey, going back to last series where Tanaka got awards and looked great defensively, I mean, there are some pitchers who are athletes and ball players. I think Monty falls under the other category. Yeah. Uh, he's not doing himself any favors, but yeah, I don't I mean, mean, those aren't even it's because there's some generic plays that you see a pitcher like that ball in kind of the third base bunt area. And you're like, okay, the pitcher's going to turn and fire. You know, this is disastrous. Monty's had a couple now that are just like, if he squeezes the baseball with either hand, he will make the play. And back to back times he has not. It's true. Yeah. Well, Monty didn't look good. Uh, Michael K had a great call on Gary's two outs, nine inning game tying home run. Can I play it? Yeah, absolutely. I was going to tell you to play it or mimic it. Is it high enough? Oh, it's high enough. See ya. Rips one to left field. Is it high enough? Oh, it's high enough. Just a good call. Yeah. And a good hit by Gary. Hey, this this game, game one, Jake, I mean, there got to a point where in extra innings when it was tied and maybe the Yankees were going to lose where I could do the whole clean my hands and be like, I've seen enough good. Don't care. You know, I, we saw Sessa be good. We saw Adovino be good. We saw Britain be good. We saw Chad be good. We saw Gary, like, it was his game offensively. Yeah. It was Gary's game offensively. We saw Stan put a charge into a, like a bunch. He went four for four. We saw Judge go first to home. We saw Judge run out some lengthy fly balls in right field. You know, I I, I could have easily been like, hey, if they don't win this, don't care. Saw enough stuff that we can all take and set aside and be like, that was good. And they end up winning it as well in the end anyway. So, you know, because you get Voight being good and DJ being good and Lasagna coming through. So, kind of nice to have a game where so many positives and then they like kind of grind it out a win yeah i mean you keep the winning streak going you you come back against the bad team that it 
it always felt like they were going to come back. But at the same time, you're down to your last out in the ninth inning. Gary hits the homer. And yeah, I, the only thing I'll say, and of course, baseball doesn't fully work like this, but you know, the fact that they won this game, if, if they didn't, today would be a lot more annoying if everything played out the same way. If they had lost this game in the 11th inning or the 10th inning, and then we're sitting here on Davy Day when he just didn't have it, you know, the Twitter would just be annoying to open. Yeah. Uh, so we we do avoid that. And and, uh, and good call by Carly in the patron ch- chat. The defense was bad. They made three errors. It was like a bouncy ball. Monty, Geo, and was another one later on. I mean, sloppy and scoreless through three, you know? Yeah. I just looked at the palm of my hand, and I don't know if you've ever done this, but it just, yeah. I can't, can't believe it's my hand. Oh, okay. Here we go. DVD is in like hard agreement, which is great. Been there too many times. Okay. Thank so you. my right hand. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you, but my left hand has that really good scar on it from uh, my time in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, that's that is a badass scar. Jake yeah. was trying to hop a fence. Uh, yeah, my left hand has a lot of burns and stuff, and a lot of scars as well. My right hand, like I just looked at it, and it could have been like a sixty-year-old woman's palm, and I, yeah. I just have no connection to that thing. You want me to scar your hand? I think I might need to go grab some fire or something. Okay. Um, moving on to game two. Yeah, speaking of grab some fire. Here we go. On your mark. Get set. Burn, Jakey Burn. Game two, Chris Massachusetts for the team from the Commonwealth versus Hap as he tries to keep pitching like a God, speaking of God, Geo with the sack fly in the first. Where's Niles? Because Frazier hits an RBI single. It's 2-0 after one. We're getting Higgy with an infield single. Oh, baby. Wade, RBI ground out. 4 nothing after four. How about that? Foot stuff. Voight, RBI single. Board of hitting homers. Clean with the big oppo taco at Fenway. Wow. Seven nothing Yanks after five and seven. Oh, it's right because Hap Daddy. How about eight Shuddy? Four hits, no walks, nine punchies. What's happening? Just passing. Hap to Nelson. Bonus run late. Yanks win eight nothing final. Nice. Yeah. Hap Daddy. Hap, dude. So boring. My guy. In the best way possible. How many one, two, three innings did Hap have? Eight? No. No, can't be that. The second inning was one, two, three. The third inning was one, two, three. The fourth wasn't, but it basically was. But it wasn't. Fifth was, so that's three. Six was, that's seven. (laughs) Four. Looks like he had four out of eight. We're one, two, three. All right. Yeah. I mean, that half was boring. It's tough, man. It was tough after the long game. It's the it's the best way. It's just like I I would take. I didn't know I was doing it. I was mentally taking Yankees defensive innings off. Yeah. 
I was watching. It's like when you read a book and you don't retain anything on the page. That's how I watched Hat pitch in this game. And it's a compliment to Hat. It really is. I mean, it's, you know, when he was good going back 2017, it was boring Jay Hap. At least now he kind of has two pitches. They're both a fastball. Um, two seam fastball is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's kind of a nice pitch. So uh, I don't know. It's It still feels a little Looney Tunes, you know. A lot of pe- you know, a lot of people can hop in front of a microphone and blindly defend J-Hap for no reason for 16 months, hoping that there's a payoff at the end of it. I mean, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm so far ahead of myself. <laughs> I mean, he's. I'll say what's cool, and we're probably going to talk about Hap later. But Hap has now hit a point where his playoff performance is going to dictate how Yankee fans remember J-Hap, which. A couple weeks ago, we would have said, no way. Yeah, I think it is true. Like, I'm right now, but that's a lot of players. Like, I'm just waiting right now. Yeah. Like, I almost, I need Gary. I don't, I don't need him to go crazy, but just stay status quo from here on out, Gary. And yeah. then you will be judged by the postseason. And, and more that's later. And that's kind of what you're saying about this whole series. It became very much. Like, wins are still good, and I still very much want that home field over Minnesota or whoever it is in the first series. But it the games become very much check the box. It's like, okay, Adam Adovino comes in the game. Let's check this box. Uh, Johnny Lasagna, let's check this box. Gary, did you have a good at-bat? Judge, how do you look? So, um, once And then once they announce the extra game rest going for Garrett Cole and the extra game going for Tanaka and the rotation is set. And once they've announced that judge and Stanton are on very strict routine of start one game, sit, start two games, sit. And once they announce that Gio's getting a day, this series, Glaber's getting, it's like, okay, I under like we did 10 games in a row. We got over the losing skid. Uh, a playoff spot is all, but guaranteed, you know, it's not, we could have clinched today if they won on Sunday, but they didn't. But they're getting their ducks in a row. Like once all that's happening, that's how I got to watch as a fan as well. So, you know, the wins will be nice. I, I really, really want them to win enough to keep that four seed from the twins. But it's just changed the whole way we're watching these games, in my opinion. Yeah. And they, it'll be interesting to see because I do think they need to be conscious enough about it because I forget if it's the AL or if it's all of Major League Baseball, but the two best home teams, at least in the American League, are the Twins and the Yankees. Yeah. And I, I, I agree. I still think you don't want to travel out of division. It's just such a difference to sit back and say, come to us. You know, they've never, you're the first time in Minnesota all year. You're the first time out of the East Coast all year. Yeah. Be a little weird. So, but yeah. Um, anything else about this game or do you just want to move on? Um, Clint saved a bug. Hap really good. Clint saved a bug. Higgy got a hit. Higster. Yeah. I mean, this was, I mean, this was Clinton Hap, right? Yeah. It's a Clint. Hap. Three, I mean, Gardy, Gardy had a bunch of hard hit balls. Yeah. Three hole Gardy with two hits. Void had two. DJ had two. Yeah. Judge doesn't look right, but he got a hit in game one. It's yeah, so he had, three games, he, had, but. he had two walks in this one. Um, 
you know, you want to see him. He's got to hit one out before we get to the playoffs because we can't have that be a story. And he's just got to barrel a couple more. He's getting got on that inside two-seam fastball from righties. Yeah, I think he just got a little too excited because they threw your guy, Weber, and he's throwing 88, and Judge is thinking, like, even if that's off the plate, I'll hit it, but he still went for it. So, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully a uh, couple of those that uh, Dodger, a couple of those Blue Jay pitchers can get him going. What do you think about Judge trying to steal? So, I am a little sicko, and I kind of like it. Um, I like everything that happened. So Judge tries to steal. Mm -hmm. He gets called out. He was safe. The Yankees don't challenge because I think they want Judge to feel bad about himself um, and be like, hey, you can't do that. But Judge gets to walk away being like, guys, I'm good. Boone and the rest of the crew get to be like, hey, don't do that, Aaron. You got thrown out. So I I think it's win, 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 win. I did. uh, I, I, I took that steal into premiere and did a lot of zoom ins and a lot of slow-mos and a lot of angle matchups. I have them as out, but it was very, very close, but I agree with you. They were like, we're not even going to challenge that judge. Cause I mean, it was, it was like good parenting. It was like good parenting. Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about turtlenecks? Can save it. I don't know. Hoke, Brian Hoke's basically the talking Yanks beat reporter. I mean, Brian Hoke, he's here. He's there. Asking about the bug. Goddamn celebrity. Asking about Clint. Well, Clint tweeted it out. That Did you hear Gardy's whole story? It was actually really funny. Again, perfectly executed by almost everyone involved. Yeah. Yeah. Clint. So if anyone didn't hear it, Clint asked Gardner to help him go get two turtlenecks. They only had two left and Clint wanted both because he wears one during warmups BP, then one during the game. So Gardner was like, all right, I'll ask for you. So he did him a solid. Got I think him. Clint, I think Clint had one. He wanted the other. Yeah. And so he asked Brett to get that one for him. And then, and then Brett sat on the bench Monday night or not Monday night, Friday night was cold. It was like, ah, I want one of those things if I'm playing tonight. Went to Clint's locker and stole it thinking Clint was wearing his other one. So he has one. Clint didn't bring his second to Boston because Clint's just kind of didn't forgot to bring it. So Gardner, Gardy took the other one, said, I'm going to wear this one. Then Clint was like, dude, I didn't bring the other one. And Gardy said, well, whatever. I got this one anyway. Yeah. And Gardy played the a very good card of saying, hey, we're on a seven game road trip in what's going to be 40 degree weather. Why wouldn't you bring both turtlenecks? Um, and then, and dude, it's yeah, just. typically had me get you a second one for. It's so delightful it's so different it's so refreshing it's so fun from where everybody kind of used to be with clint in that locker room to now this is good and i mean guardy's guardy is now referencing clint 
like saying about when he was young and Johnny Damon kind of took him under his wing and, and Guardy kind of took over for him. And it's, I mean, it's just awesome, man, that it's gotten to this point. You talk about putting, uh, you know, flopping the old D on people's shoulders before. Yeah. Like Damon's dick's been on some guy's shoulders, right? And like, it will be on mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did we do game three? I, no. Okay. Here we go. That's where you threw me off with the turtlenecks. Cause I thought you were talking about Davy at first. No, but Davy game three on your mark. Get set. Burn. The D, the E, the I, the V, the I, the G. It's Davy, Davy Day in Boston, where his idol Pedro used to pitch on the bump for the Sox. Tana Hawk <laughs> could become an idol for a lot of young Sox fans as he makes his second MLB start. Although it was Davy Day, it was not Davy's day. Chavis clips him twice, had no use of his breaking pitches. How and yuck combine them. That's how you get out. Nice little fastball slider from a tough arm slot. Yanks had to end the win streak at some time, and there's no better day than today. Yanks lose 10-2. King Louis V adds a yabo late. Kratz on the bump, baby. Pinstripes take the series 2-1, and up to Buffalo we go. Now, I was driving for most of this game. Thank you for the burn, Jake. Mm. So I didn't I didn't see Davey throw any pitches. So I, I kind of asked BBD and you for the scouting report. And you said he just abandoned the, the curveball and any breaking pitch? Curveball and slider. So he gives up the first tanker to Chavis on a hanging slider. Uh, middle, middle. I mean, absolutely launches it. And then he went basically straight fastball changeup. Coney was talking about it on the broadcast. He basically became a two-pitch pitcher. When he finally went back to the slider, it was a 3-2 pitch to Chavis again, hung it again, puts it over the monster. So uh, Davey, for whatever reason, had no feel for that, and I think that's now the biggest question mark because the curveball slash slider but mostly the curveball was supposed to be Davey's best pitch and now there's been a couple starts where he really hasn't had it um which uh I don't know it, it's not great but you have something at least that we can look for next Davey outing to to hopefully make a little more sense of it okay thank you very much no problem how was his body language poise he was good. I mean, I'll, I'll have BBD correct me, but I mean, he looked like Davey out there. The first one went over the monster and it was 2-0 and it was very much Davey. Looked pretty, pretty composed about it. And again, he was pumping a lot of fastballs early because that's what he likes to do. But uh, yeah, I mean, he just didn't have it. And I think, I think mostly it was because he turned into a two-pitch pitcher. He, um, and the first inning was clean and he did like the, little like swagger off the mound to end it. So you got to see both sides of it. No qualms with his body language from me. Do you think that he, he busted him up and in because they hit Voight opening pitch of the game? I think so. I think so. That's um, cool. it, it was in there. Yeah. He's uh, and I mean, there's kind of no reason to not to with what we've seen from Davey. I think uh, the other thing 
um, you know, a game story is a game story and he, he just didn't have it. But, uh, I mean, and this shouldn't be shots fired, but Jackie Bradley has a four hit day. Um, you know, gives up a couple leadoff doubles. Uh, if you look at the bottom of the Red Sox lineup today, Puelo, Lynn, or Rouse, um, and he didn't necessarily navigate that too great. So it, it wasn't there today. Davey was due. Yes. When Jackie Bradley Jr. tagged up in the later innings. Yeah. Why was he running like that? It's a heavy question. Okay. All right. I'll pose it to the the rest of people. It's the weirdest I've seen is- someone run tagging up. Okay. He was like bending his butt. He was doing like, like his butt was, he was running as if he was sitting down. It was very weird. It was like slow. And then he was barely safe. I thought maybe I mean, you're a JBJ expert. I, I think if, if it was weird, I mean, I, I didn't really see any of that, but he could have been trying to bait Guardy into the throw because he knew he'd get in there safe with Guardy's arm. I don't know. But yeah, then it stand out. All right. Well, they lost game three. Kratzy got in there through some knuckle balls. Yeah. Beamed doll back. You think that's going to be like a goodbye Kratzy? I was wondering, do you think they DFA him now? Sad. Sawyer's up. Probably not. Anduhar. Anduhar. Is the 10 days up for Andu? I don't think so. I don't think so for Clark either. I was trying to brew up some different theories, but I think I think Clark's out. Like ball. I don't think he's part of going. Well, I, I was gonna say. I mean, you know, tomorrow was technically an open starting pitching slot. Like if there was a place to do it, but I, I think that was. I, I think that was seven days. I if they Clark can make a spot start to sure. I don't think he's part of the postseason plan. I mean, he can't be at this point. They have to use him up. I think they're both available after the Blue Jays series. So maybe Clark comes up just to eat innings then if they want. If there's a spot start to be had, maybe. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's a part of the plan, but like I don't know if Clark came out and shoved for five innings and they picked him over Nick Nelson. I don't think we'd be that surprised, but you'd have to see that first. Yeah, I don't know. Nelson's, we haven't seen that at all. Has Nelson spent basically the whole season with the team? Like, I feel like... I feel like he had a big field. middle blip there. Is there a way to see active time on roster? Good I think Nelson... There's part of my brain that thinks Nelson went, like, almost pole to pole. He was sent down... Period. He was sent down on August 6th. When they trying to see who they brought up, he was he was he was gone from the sixth to the eighteenth of August. Okay, August, two weeks. Yeah, because he's been around. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's move on to the awards and the topics and all that stuff, which is brought to you by DraftKings. It sure was nice seeing the teams back out there on the gridiron over the weekend. Lucky for us, that was just week one slash two. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. 
To add to the excitement of week two slash three, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right. You can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you can cash a cool Benjamin. Why would you pass that up? You got to be dumb. If you're new to DraftKings Sportsbook, head to the app now to scout their latest offers. Bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, a sportsbook that goes anywhere you go. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week two, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. I get Do it for week three. The, that's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code JOHNBOY during sign-up. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for detail. Z- Gambling problem, call 1-100-GAMBLER. DraftKings. Huge. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Pride of the Yankees is the first award we do here on Talking Yanks. Who gets wow. to go first? Jimmy, you are first. Ha! I will leave your man for you, Jake. Um, because I am giving it to Gary Sanchez. Ah. If Gary Sanchez doesn't hit the game-tying home run in the ninth inning with two outs, we could very well be looking at a lost series. If he doesn't also get a two-out, two-run RBI earlier in the game, he doesn't set himself up to tie the game. Gary has been nothing but a huge disappointment in this shortened season, and there has been uh, uh, ample and vast and so many terrible things that you can say correctly about Gary Sanchez, but his bat is coming alive and he played a very big part in winning one of these three games. So I'm taking my chance now and giving it to him. And I gave it to Clinton yet last week because Clinton also deserved it. But hey, Gary Sanchez, last seven games, 296 batting average. 367 on base percentage, 1.1 OPS, three home runs. It's And that's a small sample size, but we haven't been able to get a small sample size of good from Gary all season. So, uh, hey, keep it up, Gary. A hit here, a walk there, hard line drives, and uh, roll, roll and ride this into the postseason. But without him, we don't win game one. So I'm giving my pride to Gary Sanchez. I like it. It's it's a good one. He uh yeah, man. I mean <laughs> the Cole Higgy thing is still lurking, and that's uh gonna be interesting. You wonder if they do try to audible in Cole's next start to Gary because I mean, it's the whole predicament of the personal catcher. If Gary Sanchez stays swinging like this, he's the Yankees' biggest advantage. Like, uh, Cashman's on record saying that. What Gary Sanchez can do from the catcher's position, like, is the biggest leg up the Yankees have when he's right, and he hasn't been right a lot. So going to be very interesting to see if they give Cole uh, and Gary the chance or if they're just washing their hands clean, because 
Jim, like you said, we're we're starting to check boxes, everything that adds up for the three-game playoff or potentially further. And right now, if we were doing game one of this playoff, Gary Sanchez would not be in the starting lineup. Um, which, uh, again, with this turnaround and what we've seen the past week, would be kind of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like thinking about it. You know that. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes. I, I mean, you know, Higgy's going to catch Cole. And if Higgy hits three home runs, that's awesome. But what do you do? Yeah. If Gary's still going. It's for Gary's first pride of the season. Look at that. I, I honestly did not know you could put a seven-week stretch together. I didn't realize he had been doing that. For a week? Yeah. Like I crunched the numbers, I think it was yesterday. I tweeted it, and I was like, whoa. I didn't realize he had seven games in a row of good. Yeah. It, I felt. I feel like it would have felt like the world was melting, but it felt just kind of normal. He, uh, and I, I guess that is, that is the bigger point that maybe if you're not the biggest Gary Stan and you're like, how can these guys be sucked in? It's looked like Gary. I mean, he's got hits going the opposite way and stuff. Um, it, it's just looked really good. So, um, I don't know. Again, like it starts becoming one of those weird, what, what things going to mean in the upcoming week. And if Gary stays like this, I don't know, man, you kind of got to play that dude. Game one of a, a postseason game. It's true. It's not like Cole's going to last five innings and you can, then you switch him out. You know, like AJ Burnett was the third starter who you were hoping to get six innings out of. Yeah. It's like Garrett Cole pitches game one of a three game set and he's going the distance. It's a little bit whatever. And the end of Burnett one was crazy too. Yeah. Who's your pride? Uh, I got a couple guys here, Jim, that I'm locked up between. Um, golly. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Flip a coin. I'm going to mentally flip it. It's Clint Frazier. It's Clint Frazier. Um, Jim. Clint. Apo Taco at Fenway on a cold night. That was a bomb. I think it was his hardest hit ball this year off the bat, but it only went like right around 400. But that just shows kind of how tough it was to do it that night. And, John, I think the other thing that I'm going to tie to this and tie it to your Jackie Bradley play from a minute ago, Brick Gardner is a, a very good defender. And he's he's had some weird moments this year, but he's looked back. He had a really nice sliding catch the other day. His one weakness has always been his arm. It's not Damon, but it's not a pretty arm. Clint's got the arm. He he's displayed it once or twice this year. And John, you've you've been laughing a couple times. I've mentioned Brett Gardner being hot. Brett Gardner's last seven games coming into today, he's got two homers. He's got a one point five two eight OPS. Brett Gardner has low key been hot. 
And if Clint Frazier was struggling, I've said this on the podcast a few times now, I think the post-game interviews with Booney would be kind of pressured. I mean, it's Brett Gardner. It's the leader of the team. These are the two guys fighting over turtlenecks. Guess what? It's just not a discussion because Clint has been so locked in. If you're active on Yankees Twitter, you saw the tweets going around. I think his wins, uh, runs created WRC plus has been technically the best of any AL outfielder this year. Clint has been a force. And again, I'm, I'm just saying if he was not, I mean, the Yankees love Brett Gardner <laughs> and what he does and how he can break up the lineup and how he can play defense. The Yankees love Brett Gardner. And right now it is not a discussion at all and it shouldn't be. So I'm giving it to Clint Frazier. Worthy. Saved a bug's life. He did save a bug's life. Dude, what a... His press conferences are electric. They're so different than what they it's used to be. It's such a different vibe. It's unreal. When he was talking about the bug, he's like, oh, yeah, I scooped it up, and it, man, his wing was pretty banged up. <laughs> Like, he was telling telling Reggie not to step on it. Yeah. I don't know what kind of bug that was. They're all over the outfield. I mean, it's... It was it's a like, very smooth move, just taking out the the outfield placement card, back pocket, scooping it up, put it away, and right back in. I mean, it's totally the... You've got something on your mind, and you want to do it, but you don't know how to do it. And then yeah, it clicks, and you're like... I I've got to. Yes, the card will work. I'm doing it. Done. Yeah. I mean that I tweeted it out. It's got 130,000 views. <laughs> I think I got it. Right. Yeah. It's so smooth the way he does it. Yeah. It's awesome. Good award, Jake. Good job. And I haven't been laughing about Gardy being hot. I've just been saying there's no chance he starts over Clint. You laughed at the sample size once. You said two games a couple times. It's been a nice week, like Gary. Yeah, well, it was like two games, but now it's been, it's more than, well, he's got some defensive replacement, but you can go back away with Gardy. You can go back six games. Started. And it's like really good, like crazy good. Hitting the ball hard, so that's good. All and right, on base. he's he's got a his batting average higher than you'd you'd normally expect for Guardy. A positive OPS plus, which I don't know, probably drives some people nuts. His batting average in the last six games, you mean? Uh, on the year, he has a two hundred nine positive OPS plus. I never said batting average. His on oh. base percentage. Oh. Uh. You did say the word batting average. That's my okay. bad. That's my okay. bad. And I was like 209. His on base is higher than you'd think it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, right. I get it now. You Yankee motherfucker. All right. Yankee MF for time. Mm. Who, the, who the hell is it going to be? Hmm. Um, well, I know who I can give it to, but had, did he get it last time? You gave it to him last time because you're a deviant man. No, I didn't. Uh, Montgomery. Ooh. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it to Gum Gumby. 
Wow. He's not helping himself, like you said. And, you know, he's done. I don't think he's a playoff. I think, you know, we said this two weeks ago, and then he had the best start of his entire career. And yeah. we're like, well, hold up, wait. Maybe he's still in the running for a playoff start here. And then he goes out and, and kind of just, you know, lays, a, lays an egg. What was it, 4.2, 400 runs or something like that? Not sharp. Not good. Yeah. I think he's pretty bad at Fenway, which is a, a bad thing to do if you're a pitcher yeah. that plays for the Yankees. Even yeah. DeMonte. And he ruined the stretch of, like, you know, good starts. Yeah. We had a good pass the baton thing going on where we could all brag about how many good starts in a row we were getting, and Monty blew it. Could have helped himself. Could have had a little more help from the defense, but, yeah, and it's... um. Yeah, I don't know. know. He didn't look that terrible, but whatever. We we haven't done a full, you know, what that playoff roster looks like. But um, I don't know. Monty's got himself in a precarious position because, you know, you talk about starting pitchers that could potentially translate to the bullpen. And, like, maybe Monty can be a tough at-bat for a lefty, but, you know, if, if the Yankees needed... Like, he just doesn't feel like you put him in the pen and you need a guy to eat three innings. Like, he feels closer to a guy that you'd be like, yeah, I can't come out of the pen, huh? Does that scare you that the Yankees are now, would then use Monty as the fourth starter and Davey as the emergency long man piggyback guy? I wouldn't say scare me. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, there's a couple way to to kill the cat. I know you start with the tail normally. Um, um and then and then how do you normally skin the cat? I thought you started with the tail. Skin or kill? You just said kill at skin. first. Oh no. Uh different question then. I'll pass. Okay. Okay. So you do start with the tail when you skin oh. the cat. No, no, no. Um yeah, I mean it's you just talk yourself into the different things. If we add Davy to the bullpen, you say Wow, I mean, we've got a weapon uh, that could potentially get us through a few innings, through a chunk of the game. If Davey's in the rotation, I mean, we feel a lot better about our rotation and we say, hey, we're never going to have to use Monty. That's exciting. And then <laughs> it, will, it will come time when we do. So uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm fine with it for now. A three-game set, Jordan Montgomery should not be used at all. Yes, you would. Surely hope so. And I think, you know, uh, I don't think Davey's getting a start in a three-game set either. Yeah, and you probably, you see him in that weapon role, which, you know, again, could be very useful for the Yankees. That's what I'm saying. If they go with that first series, if it goes three, perhaps the game three starter, and everyone's ready, you know, that can be ready. Yeah. And Davey's ready. <clears throat> And then when they get to the ALDS, if they get to the ALDS and you're doing that and you go to that fourth game, third game, I don't think you save Davey for the fourth game. I think if Hap's pitching and Davey hasn't thrown again and Hap gets in trouble early and you want to win that game, you couldn't deploy Davey then. Like it doesn't, I don't think they're, I don't think it's going to be beneficial for them to be like, well, Davey's our fourth game starter, so he's not pitching He's not available for us at all out of the pen game three. And then if that becomes the case, Monty 
then becomes the fourth game starter on like short rest. Whatever. I don't know if this makes sense, but yeah. I'm just saying I don't think they're gonna name a fourth starter and that frees Davy up as the bulk guy, as the as the you, fireman. You win the first series and you're figuring it out. I mean, if Davies in in that game three scenario, Hap goes, he has no leash if they need an emergency guy. I mean, Davies available and ready, and then you try to win that game and figure it out. If Hap pitches a normal start, you use regular bullpen, and Davies probably that game one starter. We have a picture of you from college dressed as Thomas the Train, right? Yes. Can we turn that into like an on-purpose bad Hap Train shirt, and then we the whole office wears it during Hap start in the playoffs? Maybe I'm trying to think how it would work though. Are you making Hap my face? Are you making the train Hap's face? Because if you cover the train, you kind of can't tell it's a train because it's a really bad Halloween costume. It's not. I mean, it could just be that picture of you with the words Hap Train in like. Oh, okay. In like you know, two thousand three Microsoft Word font. It's a couple good picks from that night. I traded costumes with a gal that was wearing a, a sexy referee costume. And so later in the night, I ended up in that. So, Well, I mean, it's up to... We'll just give him to graphic designer Matt. He can make yeah. do. I just like him in the office. I don't know if we'll be able to sell him in time. We'll figure it out. All right, yeah, we got to get a move. BBD, put that on the list of things we got to get a move on list. Get it on your list and all the movies you have to watch, too. Yeah. I watched, I watched Palm Springs yesterday. What'd you think? Liked it. Nice. Huge. Scene where they run into the bar and do the old dance routine is pretty funny, huh? It's good. It made me laugh out loud. It's a good moment. All right. Are we moving on to Roa? Wait, you didn't give your mf Damn it. We got lost in it. Sandbagging son of a bitch. My MFR. This blows. Um, God, I can't cop out with Talkman again. Yeah, don't do Um, it. No, that's unfair to him. Um,. God, let's see. Kratz gives up the homer. Oh, Davey, how about it? Wow. While you're dressed as Davey? Welcome to the big leagues, kid. It was ready to happen. We had to get it out of the way before the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So you can be an MF or no more. So you can be an MF or no more. Like, you don't want that hanging over your head. He can't be pitching in the playoffs being like, I'm not, I'm, I've never, I'm MF for proof. Is today going to be the day that I become an MFer? You can't, you can't play like that. That's playing scared. Okay. Davey. Cool. Um, all right. Well, you left someone who's going to get an award, but I'm not going to give my first regular old award to him. Mm. Um, cause I'm giving the pardon the way that I stare award. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Pardon the way that I stare award. Yeah. Okay. Pardon the way that I stare 
there's nothing else to compare. The sight of you leaves me weak, but there are no words left to speak. But if you feel like I feel, please let me know it's real. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of Luke Voigt. Oh, such a bad award. Why? There's nothing, nothing else to compare. He leads the league in home runs. Well, by, I was going to give him an award, and it was going to be a lot better than that. By like four. Yeah. He has 21. What does second place have? 17, 17, 18. I thought it was still 16, but 17. Someone's got 17, I believe. He's crazy, man. I mean, in this yeah. series, you're like, uh, Boyd didn't do much. He had 385 batting average, 333 average, hit a home run. I mean, he had the the big in game one, he had a big hit. He took took a pitch to the shoulder to start game three from the young rook, just because why not? Why not just throw it at Voigt? Uh one walk, three RBIs, four hits, two runs scored. Do you feel bad that it's a short season? Do you think, you know, Void wishes? Do you think? Okay. My thought was I was I was like so excited about Void, right? And he's the real yeah. deal. And everyone that gets loud about him now, they can still say hasn't done it for a full season after this, which is going to be annoying because 2018 was just the back end. Uh, 2019, it was really half the year because he was injured the second half of the year and he tried to play through it. And now this is only 60 game season. And I just heard in my head, like when we were doing PPP, I was just thinking about doing PPPs and going into next season and how like, it's so nice that we just get the Mark Voigt down as going to be fucking awesome. And I love him. And then I heard these, these jerks saying, and now we're down it for a full season. And I was like, Oh, that's so annoying. They can still say that. No. Uh, so I think he's, uh, after this year, I believe he's, he's arbitration eligible. So I think for him, this can almost be best case. I think he can get some MVP votes, and I think that helps his arbitration case. So I think being a short season, he can be happy with that. And I, I think he's going to get paid a little more, uh, and he doesn't have to worry about the bottom falling out. So I, I think for him, it's kind of a good thing. And so Jose Abreu has 18 homers. Um, Jose Abreu is the only guy that has more RBIs than him. But uh, Voigt's insane. Uh, absolutely Probably mashing. a batting order thing, right? Like Where's Abreu hitting the order? Um, yeah, I mean, Voigt's been, you know, what, between two and two, two and four the whole year. I think Abreu's probably four-ish the whole year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think what the award I was going to give out was based around was what our KT sharp just tweeted out that last year, Luke Voigt played pretty well. And Luke Voigt had 21 homers in 429 at bats. Noodle just saw Mac. I want to say hi. So that's 21 and 429 this year, 21 and 185. Yeah. Nudes. It's nuts. Crazy. It's crazy when you really remember how short the season is. Yeah. But what well, you think who's going to get more MVP votes, Voight or DJ? 
It's going to come down to the last week. Um, honestly, I think the war people are going to win out. And like, I, again, I think it's going to be flashy stuff is going to stick out a little more. Does LeMahieu win the batting title? Does LeMahieu's batting title end with, does it start with a 3-8? Does it start with 3-7? Like that kind of stuff jumps off the map. Um, so I, I don't know. I think the war stuff is going to win out. There's a lot of people are now analytically driven in the votes. And I still think Voight's war isn't going to be there. Um, made a really nice play at first base today. But uh, we'll see. Uh, finish strong. Like Voight, and that's the other thing. If he does go and has another Luke Voigt week and finishes with 25 and nobody else has 20, that makes your case that much better. So, All right. Nothing else to compare. He's the best ever. It's really good. Don't hit really, it. Really hit, don't hit him anymore. I don't want anyone to hit him anymore. Yeah, I'm. I'm not oh, into that. Um, okay. It's two of us. Team foot stuff, man. Mark me down <laughs> for also not wanting him to be hit. Okay, it's three, That's three, three solid. Don't want Voight hit. Where? What? What? Batting order? Do you think he hits best in this season? And if you want to this just year, it, if you want to just skip it, we can skip it. Um, are you doing? What are you going by? OPS? Yeah. Well, first I'd have to. Uh, yeah, I was gonna go by OPS, but we can go by whatever you want. Uh, OPS. I'll go by. I mean, when did he go the craziest this year? Probably. You're probably not two hole. Game. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're not. He doesn't have more than five games at any other spot. So, that well, lead off. He's got three games lead off. He's got a one dot three OPS lead off, lead off. Okay. I thought it was going to be more bad. Like I thought the the secondary we're going to have two of like more than five. Twenty eight games in the two hole. Five in the four. Four in the five five and the six is really spread out in those four five, six. I thought there was going to be a, a better one. My bad. What's your, what's your first regular old award? I love it. Um, I'm looking for a stat right quick. Um, let's see if I can find it. I definitely cannot. Um, but I'm going to give out the nice picture award. Oh. So go and take her picture. So I can remember. Wish I had a Polaroid. Click, click. Hey, I'm Swayze. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. Dipped in jeans like a new pair of jeans. Ha. Wish I had a Polaroid so I could remember. You got it yet? I have it. Okay, what is it? Oh, oh, I'm never finding the stat. I was waiting for you. Um, I was stalling because I thought you were searching for the stat. Oh, no. That was awful. I didn't want to do that. Yeah, that was tough. Um, the Jim, if you get a nice picture, you got to frame it, bro. 
Kyle Higashioka. And again, this whole conversation around Garrett Cole uh, that's going to bring us into the postseason. Guess who caught Happer? It was Higgy. So if you start doing Hap's numbers or Higgy's numbers when he's catching guys, probably for the whole year, uh, especially lately because of the Cole stuff and Hap, I mean, Higgy's, Higgy's ERA stats are probably lights out right now, or at least they're lights out recently. So um, the Yankees analytics team is probably loving that. And uh, yeah, again, it's kind of one of the Yankees storylines right now. So uh, good job, Higgy. He's got a positive war this year. The three homer game obviously counts. But uh, nothing I say should be important to anyone. I didn't hit it. I think BBD hit it and ran away. Wow. So it's tough for you. Yeah. Did he just really do that to you? Punch and ran? Punch and ran. Punch and What Judy. were you looking for? His catcher's ERA? Yeah. It's 404 for Higgy. Or the recent, the recent games. Like the game I log. Know. I don't know if they do it, but... In 2020, I mean, how many games could he have caught in 2020? It's 404. Yeah, I was trying to find Did you play that soundbite and then run away? Uh, I got up to go to the bathroom, and I dropped the headphones onto that soundbite. And I'm now seeing which one it was. and Kind of fit. Yeah. Really (laughs) messed up. Really, really pointed. Uh. Gary's 2020 catcher ERA is 396. There is no stat laughed about more than baseball analytical people than catcher ERA, though. Yeah. So going back, he's got, uh, let's see, he caught the Garrett Cole seven inning shutout in the Baltimore doubleheader. Um, he started the game the next day. The Yankees won three to one. Uh, was that Hap? I forget. And then he started the Hap start and then Garrett Cole's following start. So the past one, two, three, four, four starts, I mean, the, the pitcher ERA has to be around one or less. Nice. It's good. But yeah. I, mean, I am a firm non-believer in catcher ERA. So I don't care. But There's stats that the nerds laugh at more, by the way. I don't know. I, I mean, catcher ERA has won that like there. Of course, there's more like wins, but yeah, I mean, I catcher ERA gets pretty mocked. I don't know if I go as far as mocked, but pretty quickly dismissed. Yeah, dismissed. I have I have those in the same boat. Like, don't bring me catcher ERA is kind of the vibe around catcher ERA that you see anywhere. Just telling you, recently it's working. The Yankees analytics department is looking at it, too. I'll give credit to the pitchers. So Higgy gets the nice picture award. Sorry for Jimmy shitting on you, Higgy. I know you're tuning in. I'm not shitting on Higgy at all. That's rude. Kind of just did. No, I didn't. Just put down his good job. He's doing a good job with the pitchers. I think he's doing a fantastic job. Okay. We I don't agree. think he's I think the pitchers get ninety nine point nine percent of the credit for pitching well. 
then we disagree. Doesn't mean that doesn't mean Higgy's doing poorly. No. Great job. There you go, Higgy. Uh, so have we not talked given half an award? No, you've been trying to bully me into it for the past two awards. No, I just had the Voight one and try to bully you into it. Pride, you tried to. I didn't. What? You said you have you lined up my guy for Pride, Happer. It's okay. Oh yeah, I give thought you were going to give it to Happer. Give the award who you want to. No, well, I'll give it to Happer. We got to talk about him. Uh, you angry fuck award. Oh. Goes to Hap. Oh, okay, Hap. Yeah. He's crazy. And I'm I'm worried for him. Yeah. Like we said at the top of the show, it all comes down to the postseason now, Jake. Yeah. And when I think of happened the postseason, I think of him shaking in Fenway in 2018. Yeah. Do you remember? He was shaking, like scared. Bad. Like they zoomed yeah. in on his hands and he was shaking and he pitched awful. He did all right out of the bullpen last year, but I mean, it was literally lackluster innings. And I think he even did give up the walk-off home run to Springer in game two. Hmm. Like he's got two bad playoff memories as a Yankee. Now last year, you know, it was extra innings and I don't think many people blame him. I think it was a first pitch fastball from Hap that Springer walked off on or Correa. Correa? I forget. Anyway, it all comes down to this, and I like that he's pitching angry, and the results are outstanding. He's had a 199 ERA in his last six starts, and he's been boring as hell. But, I mean, it's make or break in the postseason because he's going to get the ball. Now, I do think if there's a third game, it's Hap's game. If they get to the ALDS, I do think Hap will get the ball in front of Davey. I have somewhat weird confidence in him, but I it's a very fragile confidence, and it's very I think it's a very fragile position he's in for his tenure as a Yankee. Because if he doesn't blows it again, that's you know he got the ga- ball game one in 2018 because he was pitching so well down the stretch. Then he had then he was shaking on the mound. So I'm excited about Hap, and he's pitching with anger. I'm very worried about Hap. And he's pitching with anger. You're never going to feel confident until the Yankees have a three-run lead. Um, I, I mean, it's just the way Happer pitches. You said it best. I mean, you know, any the guy throws all fastballs at 90 to 92 miles per hour. So you don't have the wipeout confidence in it. Although when he's right, it looks disgusting. Guys can't barrel him up. Uh, but yeah, man, and I... You know, that been a hap stand, and I'll be the first one to tell you, you know, if he gets the postseason start, like I, I'm not going to walk in McGregor confidence. I mean, I probably am going to do that for show. And we'll have, like, we'll have nice matching shirts. We'll have nice matching shirts for Hap's first postseason start. We just decided. So, uh, yeah, I, it's been incredible, man. He calls out Cashman in the media. And then he goes out on just an absolute dick dropping tour that nobody knew he had in him. You know, I, my biggest thing I gave him was he was a professional, you know, there's a chance J Hap can start going out there and give you five innings, two earned runs or six and three. 
And he's gone out and done so much more than that. It's been incredible to a degree. And yeah, man, he, uh, it's just going to be really funny. If he goes out and he has a postseason, J-Hap's going to be remembered fondly in Yankee history. His stats have now leveled off as a Yankee to being what you think J-Hap is. His stats as a Yankee is like 45 starts with like a 4-1-8 ERA. And like that is not how we picture J-Hap. And I don't know. Again, maybe we didn't have enough time to learn that he's apparently a very streaky pitcher because he's got a couple really nice streaks and he's got a couple really terrible streaks. Yeah. He's got, what, 401? That's like right where you have J-Hap, right? For ERA. It's 50 starts, 411 ERA, 107 ERA plus. Right where you'd peg him. Yeah. (laughs) If when we signed, if when we signed and got Hap, you told us that was it, we'd be like, yeah, that sounds good. I'll take that guy. (laughs) Uh, For a lot of his tenure, it was not that. Is his is his splits like his September splits like his whole career, or has it just been the last three seasons? I don't know. I'd assume just as a Yankee. I don't know. Two eight seven ERA in September, lifetime. No other month starts with two. The September guy. Yeah. It's kind of kind of wild. Anyway. I'm on edge about this postseason start. I think, you know, you would lo- would have loved that the 2018 postseason start where he was shaking and blew it. And he probably really wanted a chance to redeem it, but he didn't even get the ball as a starter in 2019. So is he still bringing all of that with him? You know, is that like all still in him? I would hope so. A little, re- little chase for redemption is back. Hell of a redemption story, Hat. Make it happen. Make it happen. What's your last award? Jim, I am giving out one of the more famous awards from this show's history. The Stepping Stone Award. Oh, Adam Adovino? Psycho killer. (laughs) Adam Adovino. Jim, we talk about checking boxes. And he is going to be kind of one of the last ones we're following throughout this last week of the season. Um, hey, man, he kind of looked okay. Um, he's starting that slider at righty's hips so they don't swing at it, and it ends up over the plate, which is good. Um, he's thrown his fastball confidently. Got to see more. And, you know, there's – a caster did it on the broadcast. I don't know if you saw that he did a butter knife where if you take out that Blue Jays appearance, Adam Adovino's stats are pretty damn good. But that ain't how it works. And um, Otto's probably going to get two, three more appearances before we wind down this season. Um, his last three have technically been clean. He had to get saved from that Baltimore appearance, so that doesn't count. So he's got two okay okay to good appearances back-to-back. If he could finish with two more, three more, again, with how this postseason is lined up and what we're going to need to actually get through this postseason, like we can't punt on Adovino this year. Like we've what we've talked about the last couple episodes, like guys like Sessa and Holder 
are going to get runs this postseason. So Adam Adovino, like it's it's not we can just put you in the corner and hope you figure it out. Like we need you, and he's he's starting to do it. So come on, Bino. Yeah, still giving up a hit an inning, which isn't ideal. Hit or an, hit or a walk an inning, I think. Even if you take out that crazy game, I think it still lands you pretty close to that. Yeah. And his last two outings, he gave up a hit. So that's that's scary. That like is scary in postseason ball. But oh yeah, need you because Holder's taking himself out of the running for being a guy I trust. It's going down a peg. King took himself out. Lasagna. I mean, he gave up a single and then he he kind of got got through it there. He survived. <laughs> survived. But yeah, you're gonna need Otto. How many more chances are you going to get? We got seven more games. Seven more games. I mean, if we're being honest, probably three, right? Because you can you can use them even up to the last day if you really wanted to. Because there's the off day in between. I think they want to get these guys. They want to do the full bullpen bullpen deployment on the last day of the season, and then they have the rest day, and then game one. Last day or the day before, depending guys' preferences, probably. Mm-hmm. Like Britain should be the last day. Yeah. Chapman should be the last day. Maybe then they go Chad and Otto the day before. Something like that. Yeah, I guess. Okay. If we're daydreaming a little bit. Yeah. You do Chad the day before. Cause he's a guy that you potentially need 40 bullets out of in a playoff game. 45 yeah. bullets. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of fun. Well, yeah. I mean, we got to, I want to talk about playoff stuff, but I guess we'll end this episode here. Maybe has on the voice. Has Canely learned how to use his left arm yet? Is that a thing? Yeah, but not for pitching. There's a lot of other stuff that he had to learn how to do. So. Okay. Yeah. What's uh? We get one one playoff thing you wanna you wanna talk about. Um, we just didn't talk about judge. We kind of did, you know, we saw a hard hit and we saw a lot of defense and stuff. Uh, he winces all the time and that's scaring me, but I, I like judge's stance and approach, even the way he's kind of taking balls. We said it on the pregame show. I haven't seen him command that at bat yet. And I'd really like to see him do that. So yeah. I'm still waiting for a day out of judge. Like we got out of Gary. Like we've yeah. gotten out of Stanton, like we've gotten out of even Gardner recently. We've gotten out of Clint, obviously, Voight and DJ. Um, I'm still waiting. And, you know, he's only played three games, so I'm not crucifying yeah. him or even upset with what we've seen thus far. It's three days. But I just like to see a couple days where you're like, ooh, that was Judge's game. Okay, so let's do this, Jim. Who needs to check a box the rest of the way? I agree with you on Judge. Like judge. he just needs a, a little more judging. You need one homer because you don't want it to be a thing going into the playoffs like he hasn't homered since he's been back. Yeah. Um, I think we're kind of okay on Stanton, right? Yeah, I mean, just, just don't get hurt. DJ's fine. Voight's fine. Um, Glaber, I'd like to see... I'd like to see, like, clean D from here on out. And... Glaber needs to just hit. I mean, what's he? I mean, I don't know. He did he hit this series? 
we're watching. I, I think the box is just like we're watching Glaber. He had a couple walks, only one oh, hit. Glaber's on like I, a eight game hit streak. That's probably kind of cool. So that's kind of good. But yeah, I I understand what you're saying. Like you you want Glaber to let us exhale just a little bit. Do you think that we're close? I don't know if I say this and people think it's crazy or if people agree with me. Okay. Is Wade right now a defensive replacement for Glaber late in a close playoff game? I think some people hear that and are like, what the hell are you talking about? And I think other people hear that and they're like, I've been thinking the same thing. I there's a world where it happens. Absolutely. I don't think the Yankees are ready to do that yet. Just confidence reasons. Glaber's confidence. I mean, has he done anything bad at shortstop since he's been back? It's a very small sample. I think there's only been like one play that I can remember. Um, and I, I, I think the other thing is that although Wade is good, he hasn't been lights out necessarily defensively. He's had a couple weird moments. He's had a couple weird throws. He threw the, the, he threw the throw to third base um, the other night late in the Boston game. Yeah, don't you? So I thought he just was trying to protect, protect the shutout for Hap. I think it's a knee-jerk reaction. Like, that's kind of the shortstop play. I mean, technically, I think Geo's in the wrong for not being at the base, but it's also kind of the rule of baseball if, like, there's less outs than runs on the board. You just take the out. Um, so, I, I don't know. Like, I think Tyler would just have to have shown a little more defensively at shortstop to be okay with that. Okay. Glaber made an error in one of these games. So I'm trying to remember what it was. Mm. Verdugo to second base. Safe on E6 catch. Glaber didn't catch a ball. Oh, yeah. They were trying to turn the double play, and Glaber tried to go too fast. Oh, yeah. Just whiffed. Oh, yeah. Anyway. All right. So Glaber, I mean, just clean, solid play is the box you need to check. He's not, it's very odd because he's not like Voight and DJ where we're like, fine. Uh, Geo, I'm fine with. I don't, yeah. I don't need to see anything out of him. Gardner, I don't need to see anything out of him. I mean, if he keeps barreling up balls, that's a plus, but I, I don't think yeah. he's a starter right now, so it's fine. Yeah. Clint Frazier, I don't need to see anything out of. Hicks, we, we missed Hicks. He probably could have gotten an award somewhere. He uncorked a throw for the first time that looked like Aaron Hicks uncorking a throw. So that's and pretty huge. I think huge. that would have been on my need to see it list. That was on our list. I think we've talked about that. So I'm I'm a kind of good with Hicks. He's going to – Hicks is going to Hicks. Yeah. I mean, his stats in the last seven look good too. Eh, they look all right. His on base looks great. Um. We're interested to see Davy's next start now. That's kind of mm-hmm. raised an raised an eyebrow, and then I think it's it's really Otto. Yeah. Well, what about like the other relievers? You know, Sessa and Lasagna. Those are the guys. 
I just don't think those guys are going to be able to do anything in the coming days that are going to make us think any differently about them. You know, like if Johnny Lasagna throws two shutout against oh, it's the Miami, it's the opposite. Right. They can't get blown up going in their next couple outings because they are part of the formula right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little tricky. You wonder how much leash they'll give them. I also think Nelson's more part of the formula than anyone knows. There's a chance. I, I personally don't think so, but there's a chance. Because who else? Like, you know, you go through these crazy stretch of games. Well, do you want to do the, the first three games? Sure. Because I, I think the question would be like, who are your down three relievers? And I mean, I still think like Sessa Holder get the nod before Nelson. Sessa Lasagna. I think they hold Lasagna in a higher class for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Holder scares the hell out of me. Yeah. I don't really. I don't really want him pitching in a three game set. So I'd go Sessa over Holder. Yeah, I think it's Sessa and Holder if you're down three plus. I think if Holder's clean the rest of the way, you're probably fine with him in that role. But I, I'm, I'm a different. I don't know. I like I, I don't think Holder can get me into wanting him in the on the bubble playoffs. I think and, and this is kind of what I'm saying. I think everyone's images of Johnny Lasagna, Luis Sessa, Jonathan Holder are gonna be pretty much the same going into the playoffs and the playoffs will dictate how we feel about them. Yeah. If Sessa pitches a two two innings no earned runs in the playoffs will be like Luis Sessa, we've been waiting for this. Good job, kid. If Sessa comes out and he does two innings pitch foreign runs, we'll say, yep, that was Luis Sessa. Yeah. Right now I have Sessa and Laza both above Holder. And him and Nelson similar. I think the only thing that I'd say is that I'd prefer if it's in the middle of an inning, I think Holder's done that more than Sessa. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, Cole and Tanaka get us deep. Make that irrelevant. Yeah. And then if you're winning, if you win game one, you can... You got to wait, win game two, and then you have the off day. Yeah, then you, then you would get two off days, which would be really nice if they win the first two games. But Into that's that. getting a little ahead of ourselves. A little ahead. All right. I think that's everything we got going on. Appreciate you. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow with voicemails. We got Toronto, four game set, and then a three game set. So, damn, then it's here. It's crazy. All right. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Love you. Go Yanks. Oh, go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.